0: good
1: good yeah i mean until i'm not i guess
0: (laughs) rocket to the wheels fall off yep yeah i'm good you know i had to um clear some space out of my hard drive too apparently we talk a lot so yeah (laughs) i had to empty out the hard drive a little bit and i'm i'm hoping that we don't get really really big so People aren't like, oh, there's so many lost hours of episodes. I mean, the stuff that we we don't say on mic anyway is probably best left on the cutting room floor. <laughs> right. As but, long as
1: you have the old epi- like the episodes that we actually have put out.
0: Yeah. 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 But you know, I just think about all the stuff that we we uh, record and just don't publish. But with the Patreon, now we have an excuse to use all that stuff, that quality content. Yeah yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. I don't. Plus, a lot of times. It's just us talking, like like in house stuff. Right. So a lot of times, if it's cut, it's cut for that reason.
0: That's true. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, we're technically recording, but
0: my dad recording. just got
1: home from work. <laughs> get in here because I'm using his room ah. for the recording because we've been so the messed up room. We've been like cleaning the floors and painting it and stuff like that, so okay. making it functional again
0: gotcha well that's good I'm glad it's coming along
1: yeah we're still waiting on more insurance stuff though and all that so yeah this is how it works man insurance is such bullshit
0: it really is especially it it seems like the bigger the problem the the more of a headache it is with insurance I I remember um years ago not years like two years back um my car got sideswiped in the middle of the night I remember that yeah yeah so it was crazy like were they drunk? It's was it, so a surreal. drunk driver? it was a drunk driver. And the guy um, basically hit my car, tried to drive off without leaving a note or anything, of course. Oh. Um, and he got to the end of the block and just passed out. Like, he was OK. Yeah. He was well enough to get to court to try to defend himself. But <laughs> it didn't well. work, obviously. Plus, he was driving someone else's car. So the real okay. victim here is like
1: did he steal a car or no, did he take something? It was car? a friend's.
0: It was a friend's okay. car. And I guess I could I say mean,
1: none of it's any better. It's just it's either way, he, he smashed up their car.
0: Yeah. I feel bad for that person. It's like well, you do have a poor you have poor judgment and character, obviously, but you know, it's you didn't know I hope they didn't know that their friend was just gonna drive drunk behind the wheel in their car. And cause all this damage and mayhem. So the reason I brought it up, insurance took care of it, but took no, it didn't take that long. And I don't know if there's like a huge difference in like car insurance and home insurance. Like, you know, progressive and, and all those other people will help will make you think it's all under the same umbrella, but maybe this is different um I
1: think I think that it depends on this, like I I don't know with yours there was clearly like an arrest record and all yeah, that. But yeah. Then they're like, is it actually from this rainstorm that we had a couple weeks ago? Like they're they're just they get nitpicky with it because they have people trying to scam them. Yeah. And it's like it, so it's it's both frustrating but it's also like oh it's a real thing that they they have to do. It's it's one of those things. It's like you kind of get screwed over as an honest person. Yeah. <laughs> because all the bad people are you know, pulling their bullshit. Yeah. But, you know.
0: Yeah. It's like when you go into a, a convenience store and the, um, the clerk is behind like six inches of plexiglass because people don't know how to act.
1: Right. Right.
0: So, and you're like, this is weird.
1: awkward. And I have to like, you know shove the cash underneath the thing and like hope that you get it but like i understand why you need to do this
0: shoot i lived a long time on this earth before i went to a popeyes that didn't have that little turnstile that you had to um you know put your money in with a little cup for your change like it had been a long time on this earth
1: (laughs) i'm not gonna lie i don't think i've I think this is a privilege moment. I don't think I've ever experienced that in a in that situation. It wasn't like a gas station.
0: Okay, yeah. Like that happens at – there's a KFC by my brother where the plexiglass is so thick. Everything just looks like it has this a layer of grease on it. And it probably does because it's a yeah. KFC. But it just adds this extra level of just weirdness to it. Like the chicken is so good. They think you're going to try to like take it, so they have to put up this extra layer between you and them. They're protecting
1: those secret spices.
0: Yeah, those those seven herbs and spices. You got to yeah. watch out. So yeah, it's like that place is kind of weird, and it, it just gives this air of um just a just a weird type of vibe. Right,
2: you know? it
1: sets you off. Like it's it's kind of like what, I mean, even when you go into like banks or whatever, and you see like how guarded it is. You're like, Oh no, something could happen. Yeah. I think it just triggers that part in your brain that, you know, that's the thing that keeps you alive. (laughs) But in that scenario, it's more of just like, Oh, I feel uneasy right now. And I really want to leave this place.
0: (laughs) Exactly. I just want to take my chicken and go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Can I just, (laughs) can I just leave now?
0: Right. 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 Lord forbid they get it wrong. That's a whole different story. Anyway, I guess we should uh, officially kick off the episode. Hey everybody. Welcome to Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt Peters, here as always, with Lex Luz.
2: Hello everybody.
0: That's right. I'm done with the whole gimmick of giving you the the wacky nicknames. I I feel like that's run its course (laughs) so... We're just... My
1: favorite part about it is I forget every single week.
0: <laughs> My goldfish
1: brain goes, oh, God, you're doing that thing again.
0: So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to burn through the list right now oh, so we okay. could just get it over with and never revisit this again. Okay. Okay. Um, and they're not all good. I they're, didn't they're... agree
1: <laughs> to this ahead of time, but I've never agreed to any of this. So continue.
0: <laughs> Even this podcast, you didn't know. I just called you one day and we just started recording. So. Nope. <laughs> Long song. first one imperious lex shout out to namor okay uh Salente. that's kind of you know on the nose <laughs> uh Executioner song that's an x-men uh mini
1: that song. one's kind of good i like that. that's a that's a good album that was my name. favorite
0: yeah i yeah. like that yeah if you ever come up with like you know a singer songwriter type of you know solo project lexecutioner's song
1: well i can't sing no thank you <laughs> you
0: don't have to anymore
1: we'll that's, get true.
0: That that's true that's true d Apartment in the Sky. <laughs> Solar Plexus.
1: I don't know. I don't understand
0: that. Like Solar Plexus, but it has Lex in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I told you they're not all gems.
2: No. <laughs> and then
0: last but not least, Felix Unger. Because you know the oh, couple with the thing. Okay. Yeah, okay. Even though I guess I would be the Felix. No, you'd be the Felix. All right. Yeah, so that works. Awesome. All right. So that's the nickname list, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed it. I,
1: I like how you think you're not going to come up with any more of these.
0: You're going to. Well, this is the part where I invite the listeners to come up with their own and submit them.
1: Oh, fuck you.
0: <laughs> so, folks, um, as you submit those, uh, we would also ask you to check out our website, which is com. It's got all the information of how you can follow our Wacky shenanigans, including links to the show on every possible podcatcher you can imagine, Mm -hmm. ways to follow us on Twitter and Facebook, information about our Patreon, which is going on right now.
1: (laughs) Right now. Yeah, it's a rolling thing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why I sold that so much. But yeah, there's stuff on there about the Patreon. Patreon is a place where you can go and support us. If you love our show, drop us a little tip in there. It's just a monthly Mm -hmm. thing. You can get things like a mug and a sticker and all kind of great stuff like bonus content that nobody else gets to hear but you and other patrons like you. So check all that out.
1: And by the time you hear this, there should be another one up there. Oh, there will be. The first one's free. (laughs) We, 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 We made the first taste free. That's right. Uh, And so you can go check that out. There's some previews on there. There's some stuff that's, like, hidden. You have to become a patron. Um, But if you do $5 and up, you get the bonus content.
0: That's uh, right. Bonus content, then, like little mini episodes that Lex and I record that may not fit within the confines of our usual show. We've got Resnaculous content coming up soon with mm-hmm. uh, D and I. Um, if if you know the Resnaculous stuff, you know how fun that's going to be. And My favorite
1: part about that is I don't have to do anything. That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you may get vlogs from Lex from time to time. We're still discussing. I was,
1: I was just to say, I'm assuming that at some point I will chime in with that. I don't know. You guys never know. You got to You got to get on that Patreon to find out.
0: That's right. (laughs) So speaking of mugs, what are you drinking tonight, Lex? I am drinking ice water. Whoa.
1: (laughs) I have like like a sore, like a canker sore or whatever in my like on my cheek in my mouth. Oh. And so I'm like, I just want water, please.
0: (laughs) Man, it's always painful. Like when you bite the inside of your mouth or something like that. And I don't want people to turn off the show, so I'm not going to get too much into it. No. It it feels like, oh, man, I'm I'm like part cannibal right now. This sucks. It's not good.
1: It's that I bit bit it earlier. Like I felt – I think I did it first yesterday because you know how you bite your lip or whatever. You you keep doing it. Yeah. So it was one of those things where it was like, oh, I did it, and then I did it again earlier, and it was like really bad. Mm -hmm. Where I'm like, I taste pennies. Oh, God. Like yeah. (laughs) Oh, God.
0: Yeah, no, that's not good. man, the worst thing is when you smell random toast in your office and you don't know if anybody else smells it. So you have to check in with folks like that happened to me today. It was like two in the afternoon. Not a, not a usual time to smell toast in the air. So I had to ask my coworkers, like, is somebody making toast? Like, yes, we're making toast. Who was making toast at 2 PM? Why would you do that? That's a weird time to make toast. Toast is always good, man. Yeah. You're right about that. I can't do (laughs) that. Toast (laughs) is always good. Toast is always on time. So, uh, I'm drinking honey Liquor? ginger lemon
1: oh. tea. Oh, tea! That's yeah, surprising.
0: I'm using my uh, my Death Star um, tea diffuser, which is why you hear all that clanking on my end because it's just metal. Well,
1: hold hold on, hold wait wait. Yes. Okay, guys, I'm gonna get obnoxious. Here we go. You, what 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 kind of tea is it again?
0: Honey ginger lemon tea. It's loose tea that I put in the uh, Death Star diffuser.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Then it's all herbals. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah, going to yeah. say, why are you still brewing it?
0: Oh. All right. <laughs> I'm okay. not a tea snob. If it tastes good, I just drink it. It's hot.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, with with that, with with a lot of herbals, you can keep them in. Okay. But like, you know how if you watch like people, they put like the tea bag in, and they leave it in?
0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That just makes it bitter. Really? You're supposed to time it. You time it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have to get proper temp and proper time.
0: See, I if you a... Google
1: tea if you Google tea timing, it'll there's a chart that you can do. My now I have a kettle that does all of the temps yeah. and it's labeled like green, white, herbal. Or like it has all of that labeled on there.
0: Oh, that's dope! I have a yeah. tea kettle that just like turns blue.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of fun
0: too. That. I like that. Um, yeah,
1: I spent like a like well, I didn't spend a hundred. It's it's a hundred dollar tea kettle. I spent yeah. less, but like. It, it's lasted me for like three years now, and Allie was the one who talked me into it. Uh, mm. And she's had hers for over five, six years, and she's just now getting to the point where she has to replace it. And she drinks like five or six cups of tea at least a day, I think. Uh, like, So I'm I'm a one or two person.
0: Ah, I see. Yeah. I yeah. usually don't drink that many. I used to drink a lot of tea. I used to drink so much green tea that I used to like... My, I would sweat green tea almost (laughs) like it was just all the time, all the time because I I didn't drink coffee at all. Tea was like my uh, my go to, but Mm -hmm. then I discovered the joy of coffee and everything changed. I'm a I'm
1: a primarily primarily tea person and like I'm a one latte a week maybe kind of person. Yeah, I even need to reduce that though. I'm trying to reduce sugar overall because I'm just. It's it's just it bug it 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 makes me like feel like crap and oh
0: yeah that that come down after the sugar high
1: yep exactly let me go pass out now
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to reduce sugar too so I found some um some sugar free jam that I've been eating and Uh it's actually very good I know a lot of people have um, issues with consistency when it comes to that sort of thing but. I don't mind it. It's actually it actually spreads better on on bread. So, man, I
1: actually I don't <laughs> worry about that. I worry about the sugar free. Did you ever read the gummy bears sugar free thing? Uh uh-uh. uh Oh my god, dude! Uh-uh. There is a I, so this is going to be this is uh, all right. I'm going to make note of this so that I post it later. Okay. There is a gummy bear. If if anyone hasn't read this, um, there is a gummy bears sugar free mm-hmm. um reviews on Amazon. And basically, <laughs> so this is always my concern because I read this. Now, you will cry <laughs> from laughing Uh-oh. reading this. Uh, <laughs> at least I did. I don't know. It, so basically, one of the big companies that makes gummy bears made sugar-free gummy bears. And people bought them on Amazon. And okay. then they left their reviews. And the, whatever they put in that sugar-free – now, apparently, they don't do this as much now because of this problem. But it made them <laughs> incredibly, incredibly sick. Oh, no. Very, very ill. Everyone who had them was extremely ill. Oh. But what happened was people were writing stories (laughs) and intricate things and it's one of the best Amazon pages I've seen out there. So... I will – when we post the episode – so what I've been doing now is I've been posting the episode on all of our social medias. Then I share it into our Facebook group. Now, the Facebook group is through Patreon only. A dollar – even if you just give a dollar, it's our way of saying thank you. Yes. Um, And that's the exclusive Patreon page. You only get in there if you're – a. anyway, there's a link to it. You can find it uh, at the top of our Facebook page. I pinned it to the top so that you can easily find it uh, if you become a Patreon member. Right on. Uh, but I basically have to make sure that you've done that. So I've been doing that, and then I post like the links, any links that we come up with. So like Wall of Weird stuff yeah. um, to properly you know, give credit to the writers who have written these articles and everything like that. For sure. So what I will do is I will post the Gummy Bears sugar-free <laughs> review Amazon page. On this episode, like it, when I when I post all of the links in there, because it is so funny. So that's always my concern with the sugar free like jams and stuff like that. When I see that, I'm like, oh, no, is that going to be a gummy bear situation?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of that sugar free stuff, too, you do have to be careful because um, it
2: They kind put weird of, chemicals in
0: it. Not only that, but it kind of acts as an expectorant. So if mm. you've got somewhere to go, you might yep. want to not do that. You might not want to try it. Yeah, In those situations, I'll just say that. That, No, that's it.
1: That's exactly what the whole review is about.
0: Okay, all right. (laughs)
1: It's eat gummy bears and shit your pants. Like, that is the entire review. It it is
0: so (laughs) funny. It's so funny. It reminds me of the 90s when everybody was crazy about Alestra. Yes! For, like, a hot second, and then folks started going, hey, um... This is great and all, but does anybody else have this problem? I can't seem to stop pooping. And everyone else is like, oh, shit, son. Remember,
1: remember, when the term (laughs) anal leakage was in the zeitgeist.
0: When it permeated our zeitgeist. I remember remember being a kid. I remember being
1: a kid and asking my dad, I'm like, what's happening here? Why are people talking about this thing? And he's like, don't worry, you're not eating that crap. Oh, God.
0: It was what? so funny too because I remember like access Hollywood and entertainment tonight like yes. everybody's crazy about a Lester. Come on down. Get you a heap and handful. You won't get fat. It takes all the fat away. You know all the pringles you want, motherfucker. It's great. <laughs> Tastes good too. And then everyone's like, "Okay, yeah. Well, we're not gaining weight because we're literally just expelling everything out of our
1: system yeah, immediately." Those, after. Wow wow. those wow chips. Wow. Those wow
0: chips. Wow. All
1: of
0: them. <laughs> That was so, the name of
1: a brand, right? I'm not misremembering right. that. Yeah, yeah, I think it was.
0: I know when I, I go that- to the uh, yeah. to the Korean markets, they have something called Yes Chips, and I'm like, Yes, please. It's answering a question no one asked, but I'm still here for it. That's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, I'm googling we should, Wow uh, Chips.
1: Yes, Lay's <laughs> made by Lay's yeah. Wow Chips. Wow, these look like they're from the 90s. Yes, they do. And they were all made with. <laughs> there are charts <laughs> about what's wrong with lounges. Wow
0: <laughs> man, they really. Uh, oh, man. They they made it so important too. Like you gotta eat a luster; it's good for you. This is a new thing.
2: Oh and yeah! Uh,
1: Remember when they said smoking was good for us too?
0: <laughs> and eggs just keep going back and forth. Cholesterol's good. I, yeah. Bad. Eat the yolk. Don't eat the yolk. Only eat the yolk, you know?
2: They
1: they do the same thing with wine, with uh, (laughs) with chocolate, with all that stuff. I think at the end of the day, it's like, just don't overdo it. Right. And if your doctor says lay off of it or have more of it, then you probably should
0: listen. Well, that's just it. Even like I discussed a couple episodes ago, like, no matter... How well you think you're taking care of yourself, you need to check in with your doc every now and then. It's just good for you, and you know, new findings and new information may become available depending on yeah. you know how how up to date your doctor is. I mean, if you get a doctor you can trust, that's the best thing in the world. It's seriously. it's more
1: helpful when you have health insurance.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is true.
1: Which I don't. Okay, uh, let's see. You just want to live in the silence?
0: I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: so weird. Okay. All right. So Arturo wrote to us.
0: Yes, he did. So last week we had um, our E3 episode where we discussed all of our favorite video games and everything. And Arturo uh, was kind enough to write in last week and he followed up this week.
1: Yes. But this has nothing to do with that,
0: actually.
1: No, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. So this was, well, did you talk about that last episode or was the episode before that?
0: It was the episode before. We didn't talk about this last episode. So forget everything I just said. We get
1: tangently. Well, he contributed either way.
0: He did. He is cool.
1: (laughs) Okay. So this is mainly, I think, addressed to you. Because I don't, I have not seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But this is in reference to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which Arturo is a fan of. Yeah. All right. He said, hey, guys, just had difference of opinions about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I I really like the show. It's one of my favorites. The show starts off really slow. And I think Matt pointed it out that it picked up at the same time as Winter Soldier. And that's when the show really took off. As the show progressed, uh, it started to branch away a little bit from the MCU movies themselves. It started to become its own thing. And the seasons got progressively better. They introduced the Inhumans, uh, which went off into its own Inhuman series. Sadly, that didn't do well, but uh, I watched that one too. My favorite season was when they brought... Okay, so this is a spoiler alert. Now, do should I read that, Matt, or should I not?
0: I think this is a fair... Um, I think we can read this in fairness because this was a big part of the advertising for that season. So that's not that huge a spoiler okay.
1: alert. And it's not like just this most recent season, is it?
0: Exactly. No, this is a couple seasons back.
1: Okay, actually. okay. Yeah, yeah, then I then I'd consider it to be fair game. Mm-hmm. All right. My favorite season was when they brought uh, Ghost Rider and the LMDs, yeah. uh, Life Model Decoys. Mm-hmm. I think people brushed it off because it started uh, to go away from what was happening in the MCU, but overall, the writing is amazing. Uh, they have a great cast, and it's a little bit different from what everybody is used to with the MCU movies. Uh, I'm kind of how you describe Kevin Smith as far as being optimistic about show, uh, seeing movies and shows, even when it comes to the last season of Game of Thrones, uh, which is an entirely different <laughs> in itself as far as having a discussion about. Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work.
0: All so, right. Well, thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Arturo, for writing in. I just want to respond to that a little bit. So Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And I'm I... curious about the Game of Thrones one in the future. We're going to talk about that in the future, bud.
0: So, so. I I was incredibly optimistic about uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when it began, as I think everybody was, because this was supposed to be like, all right, this is tying in to the Marvel movies. This is going to bring in characters that we're not going to see on the big screen because they just don't have enough time and, you know, the bandwidth to deal with them all. And we found out we were wrong about that in a couple ways. One, (laughs) the MCU kicked major ass. And two, um, we didn't get as many uh, characters as we thought we would on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But... Um, agreeing with Arturo, they, they did the best with what they had. And I think I even mentioned on the episode a little bit, you know, they're working without direction from the, uh, the movie, uh, branch of Marvel. It's kind of weird the, the divide between TV and movie uh, yeah. when it comes to Marvel in a lot of different ways. Sometimes they sync up, like with the, uh, the Winter Soldier. Uh, when that was coming out, they had a little bit of that going on in there. But then they just, they're getting farther and farther away from uh from Fiji at this point. And right, but
1: isn't that a good thing for the originality of the show? In like, a way. And yeah. the way it flows?
0: In a way. I don't know. I don't but it's it. always kinda like just I you know what I can almost say it's orbiting around the MCU, almost like a moon. Because it seems like they're just kinda hanging their hat on the idea that the MCU might come and knock in again and they don't want to go too off In order Mm. to make themselves too unreachable. The season with Ghost Rider was a lot of fun. Um, unfortunately, because of budgetary reasons, they had to cut his appearances short because I mean it's a man whose head is on fire. Yeah. Um, and that rides a flaming motorcycle or a flaming uh, muscle car, depending on the version. We got the muscle car version this time around, which is kind of dope.
1: God, I don't give a shit about Ghost Rider. I'm you know sorry. What?
0: Normally I don't either. But, but they this, did it well, this version of Ghost Rider was kind of fun. This um this iteration of Ghost Rider is the most recent one from the comics where um, I can't think his name is Robbie Reyes. Um, he has a little brother who is, uh, in a wheelchair and he's basically possessed by Ghost Rider, uh, Robbie. Oh, okay. And it's his mission to kind of just fulfill, uh, you know, the vengeance of Ghost Rider and keep that at bay while trying to take care of his little brother. And they fleshed out this character so well on the show. It's like, yes, I want a Ghost Rider spinoff. Um, but it's seemed... gonna be way too
1: expensive.
0: <laughs> right. So they uh they did what they could with the character while involving the agents and everything like that. Um everybody loves Colson. Colson's great. And uh we, we got some Asian American actresses on the same show that normally wouldn't uh get a chance to share screen time together. I mean Ming-Na Wen is just a treasure, you know, so you can't go wrong with her. Yeah. Uh, Chloe Bennett, I mean, she really shined on this show as well. I mean, it's still going on, so I'm, I'm speaking like it's in past tense.
1: <laughs> right. Like, yeah, it is coming
0: back. But for, so, what, Seven? Six? Something yeah, like that? I think, I think either seven or six and a half, but it's amazing how this grew out that, of an that idea. Does,
1: it kills me a little bit that, like, we only got three seasons of Daredevil.
0: Yeah. And he mentions Inhumans in here, too. Like, That's the thing with humans. That's where that suffered as well, because that was supposed to be their next project that kind of coexisted on TV and at the movies. Um, Uh They had the first two episodes uh, available to be seen at IMAX theaters at one point on the big screen because it was supposed to be this big budget project. Yeah. But then they kind of gave that up and it just aired on ABC. And you know their budget got cut too. So on the first two episodes of that, I mean, can't really call it spoilers at this point. Medusa with the super long hair got a haircut, Mm. so (laughs) she got her hair shaved. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't have to animate that for a little while. It was it was weird. It was very strange the choices that they made with that. Inhumans is a hard sell anyway uh, because one of the main characters doesn't speak, or if he speaks, people die. So. You know, it's just kind of...
1: I, th- I think that... Yeah. No, that makes sense. I think that yeah. we need to start embracing... Because I was thinking about this earlier mm-hmm. um, when I saw that like Jessica Jones is out, the third season.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I haven't watched it. I haven't even watched the second season. I realized that. Oh. Um. And I loved the first season. I was like, this is the best Marvel show. Like, this is amazing.
0: Yeah. That um, was that good stretch of time where... Every Marvel show that came out was like, okay, now this is the best Marvel show. No, exactly. this one's the best. Marvel. Yeah. And then season so, two happened.
1: So I think that we need, so I was thinking about it. I was like, why don't I care to go back to Jessica Jones for another season?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Why do I feel this way and that way about some of these? And I came to the conclusion that Jessica Jones should have been just a miniseries. It yeah. should have ended at that end of that first season. And that's why I have no desire to go back. Whereas Daredevil, I do feel like supports multiple seasons, so yeah. I think that there has to be this. We're going to have to start embracing miniseries, and I think we are overall. Yeah. But I think we're going to have to embrace it a little bit more, especially with these bigger budget shows. Like we can't, you know, it's 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 awesome that we have a you know Supergirl TV show, Flash TV show, uh, Agents of Shield. This is well, Agents of Shield is. Mostly humans, but uh, from what I know about it. But, you know, some (laughs) of these we're going to have to settle for, like, maybe just a season, you know? Yeah. Maybe just a a longer movie rather than, you know, let's have it run for eight seasons
0: or whatever. Yeah, I I think um, that was one of the uh, missteps that Netflix made as well when they had a set number of episodes for each series that was very similar they wanted to fill out hours instead of you know letting the story dictate how long it went. I mean, with a lot yeah. of these shows, the complaint was, all right, well, they solved their problem in the first six episodes. and Now what are they going to do? Yeah. I know as much as I love Luke Cage, that second half yep. of the first season just kind of trudged along. And it seemed out of place. It seemed underdeveloped. Yeah, I
1: never finished it because of
0: that. Yeah. And I mean, I did, but I'll be honest. I was looking at my phone for a lot of it. The music is mm-hmm. dope, though. So the music really kept me right. on. Um oh good news about Ghost Rider though. Uh Gabriel Luna is going to star in Marvel uh in the Marvel series going straight to Hulu. So this is the same actor that played him on Agents of Shield, so it seems like this is going to be a tie in. They are
2: gonna make it a thing.
0: So, oh. they got that Hulu money going now. So, Disney's yeah. Disney's really beefing up their their streaming offerings now because of Disney yeah. Plus, of course. So, I think this is a result yeah, cause of that. Yeah, because they're going to
1: end up integrating Hulu and in Disney Plus. They're going to yeah. be like, they're, you know, get Disney Plus and add Hulu on for $5 or something like that since they bought it out. Like, that's just what's going to happen, you
0: know? Right, right. Um, but, no, this… This yeah. guy, Gabriel Luna, kicked ass as Ghost Rider, though. I mean, with that chain and everything, it was dope. It was cool just seeing that at least. Gabriel I mean, Luna, that
1: name sounds
2: familiar. This it's is familiar. a far
0: cry from um, uh, Nicolas Cage, for sure. Uh, it looks like he's been in True Detective, uh, Wicked City, and Matador.
1: Okay, I no, I think his name just sounded familiar. I okay. don't like this. Yeah, I'm, I've
0: never seen any of those, so <laughs> that's fine. Um,
1: oh, I, you know, I know who I was getting confused with just the name because it's the the last name's the same as uh, uh, Diego Luna.
0: Okay, yeah, which was yeah. he was
1: in Rogue One and
0: yes. uh, yeah, great actor. That's what I was doing. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean that's really all I have to say about Agents of Shield. I still watch it um, just out of habit, really, but yeah right now I kind of like it more than wrestling. I'll say that that's a good compliment uh, <laughs> <laughs> for me anyway. <laughs> is it a summer show or is it on like regular it's it's um it's one of those that kind of like you know teeters on the edge there so it's it's kind of a summer show I'll say okay, that. yeah, yeah. And they used to split seasons with, um, Agent Carter, too. They always, yeah, they kind of stacked the deck against Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. all the time. I know. It's like, okay, we're going to take turns now with Agent Carter. Okay, Agent Carter didn't work. Well, you guys got to do extra episodes now. Oh, uh, there's, there's another writer's strike looming. Okay, well, uh, wrap it up. Hurry up.
1: Hurry up. You know. God, they do this so much with certain things and it drives yeah. me
0: nuts. Yeah. And something like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that should be a big deal for Marvel. They just treat it like, you know, the unloved, uh, yeah. They just they just don't treat it right. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for writing in Arturo.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, thank you. Okay. so Gabriella also wrote in and I'll cover this kind of quickly because we've been having the discussion about Brendan Fraser a lot. Yeah. How we love Brendan Fraser. And we're like, where did he go? Why? Why this? Um, So he apparently was another victim of sexual harassment. Uh, oh and he he's not involved with the Me Too movement, but he was a man who was groped by a male, another male, in 2003, yeah. and uh, there was internal investigations, and you know there there was a lot to it. Uh, but basically, he was violated, mm. and uh, his it sounds like his career suffered because you know, he tried to do something about it.
0: Yeah. And he, um, I guess he just recently really started talking about this too. Yeah. Like uh, the story that we, uh, that we were sent by Gabriella was yes. from 2018. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, that's one thing, you know, I'm glad that we live in a time where men feel more comfortable sharing these type of stories like Terry Cruz, you know? Yeah. Um, because yeah we need to shine a light on this sort of thing it's it's a shame that it happens to anyone
1: yeah yeah it's uh, um abuse is abuse i mean we've talked about this
0: extensively and unfortunately Uh, sexism is a thing too so solidarity like this is going to help bring attention to what's going on you know
1: i hope so i've heard the argument that like you know, the women's claims are not taken as seriously as men's um, like the Kevin Spacey versus. Uh, God. Well, Max Landis is a good example of his yeah. stuff today, because that's not the first time that story came out. Right. But I, I don't think so. I think that when you help one, you help all kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't believe that. I, I believe that as long as we stick together and we go, you're you're with us we're with you, we hear you, we believe you, we support you, to everyone across the board, um, and we take it seriously, basically, Um, then I think that it's just going to help everyone.
0: Absolutely. You know, um, and just to clarify, Max Landis is the abuser that's being accused in these cases, too. Yes, yes.
1: When she sent me the Brendan Fraser thing, I was like, oh fuck right. i thought that he had done something he yeah. did, He was abused max landis <laughs> max landis is the son of john landis yeah. john landis is the man who uh was responsible for killing multiple people on one of his film sets Jesus. uh yeah you do you not know about that
0: i've heard about that but it was said in such a flippant manner On Twitter, of course, but it was just said in passing. I'm like, all right, this might be something that's kind of trumped up or it might be.
1: No, it's bad.
0: Wow. It's
1: it's it's pretty. I mean, it's it's severe. I mean, it ended he ended up getting away with like manslaughter or something like that. But it's that it's it's severe negligence and an unsafe set. And yeah. it, it changed laws in film. Wow. Uh, there's a whole book about it. I actually was just on Twitter earlier because uh, this one guy that I follow on there, he's trying to hunt down – this book is out of print. But it's all about that case and the trial yeah. of the Twilight Zone movie <laughs> that killed three actors. Um, and it he's basically like it's out of print. So he's trying to track down a PDF of it. So I was chiming in going like, hey, if you – Get a hold of it. I want to read this book.
0: That's wild, and I mean, it's it's you know, it doesn't. So basically, there
1: are stories. There are stories about John Landis. Yeah, he he had this thing that happened. I I can't speak to a lot of knowledge about it because, like I said, I want to read more into this case before Uh coming to that conclusion. But this thing happened under his command, for lack of a better word. Holy shit! Um, And then there's a lot of stories about him being an asshole. And there are stories that are public about like him being an asshole to Eddie Murphy, uh, yeah. him, him being an asshole, uh, at the funeral for this man who, cause it was a man and two children who died on the Twilight Zone set. Wow. Um, it was like a helicopter explosion man. situation.
0: It's so uh, weird. Like everybody gave Eddie Murphy such a hard time. Like, in the early two thousands because he was exploring his sexuality.
2: Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean
0: infidelity is one thing. A lot of Hollywood people do that. A lot of regular people do that. I
1: mean the infidelity is not cool, but it's not
0: cool, you know. But the other
1: part is is none of our business. That's you know that's what, I mean? what
0: I'm saying. But that yeah. was like the main headline there. It's like, Oh, he's doing this. I'm not even I mean, gonna,
1: technically the infidelity is none of our business too. It's between him and his his spouse. Absolutely.
0: You know? Absolutely. But you know, House and all that. If you're gonna judge, it's <laughs> like yeah. that's like okay. I don't agree with that. But like the other thing of him exploring his sexuality and everything like that, even if that was true or not, because who knows? Like it was just so sensationalized. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. Um, yeah, there's a there's a, an interview that Eddie Murphy did with uh Playboy.
1: Yeah, you were the, just talking about where he yeah. was talking about Landis. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I'll I'll share that and we'll put that up in the notes too. Um. Yeah, yeah, wow. That's yeah. I need to look into this before we talk about it at length because I didn't know. So, all that. so
1: there are stories about him. So, the, one of the stories that I was reading was him attending the funeral. Yeah. yeah. Um, of the the man who was killed. So, like I said, it was a man and it was two children, and he gave a eulogy. Two
2: children, Jesus.
1: He gave a eulogy, and like the family did not want it, and it was like incoherent and he was talking about like this was his best performance ever like the film that wow. he died in like wow. i mean it just sounds like batshit. i mean it, yeah. it sounds like he's not a great dude either and his kid sounds like a oh my god the story that i don't even want to get into the stuff that max landis is uh been accused of but you he know, is a psychopath I, like, I, I do not use that word lightly i'm serious like <laughs> He literally, like, was forcing women to cry. Oh, yeah. Torturing them for his sexual desires and everything. Like, uh, he's messed up.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, hmm. The first time I heard of him was uh, when he did Chronicle. Yeah. Oh, and the
1: director of Chronicle came out today and said that uh, he barred him from set. Holy shit. He banned him from set when they made that movie.
0: Wow. Good. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. Like I, he's I, clearly
1: I, he's created a lot of problems, and there are a lot of stories coming out, and they're not necessarily always abuse stories. Uh-huh. But there, I had a friend who dealt with this thing, or I dealt with him directly, and he was insane. Didn't Josh so, Trent
0: Josh Trent directed. Uh, yeah, I believe. Okay. So. Yeah. Chronicle? yeah. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, shoot. Wow, this got me all thrown off. Because you know, at one point I was like excited to see what Max Landis did next. And then the more I learned about him, I'm like, wow.
1: So that's what this is what's really weird. I did not know who Max Landis was until Bright came
0: okay. out. Okay. That
1: was the Netflix one, correct?
0: Yeah. The one with Will Smith and the Kinda right,
1: and people were like, Larping. this movie's racist, or whatever. And then I started looking into him, and there were ra- there have been allegations about him for years.
0: So I first heard of Max Landis with um, a video he did where he was talking about the death and return of Superman. Okay. And I actually had a second to think about it just now, because I'm like, I know I heard of him before Chronicle. But uh, it was around the time that Chronicle came out that I saw this YouTube video, and he's sitting drinking uh vodka or something and he's just talking about the storyline and how interesting it was and all that stuff but he's got all these celebrity cameos that happen within the confines of this video so I'm like alright this is kind of cool this is something different uh for YouTube so I'm gonna, I'm going to follow this guy he's interesting and then I found out he was in the wrestling and he made this video that told one of his favorite wrestling storylines but it was acted out by all women and so I'm like okay maybe he's a little you know, progressive, too. Maybe he's, you know, got that going on. And I was so wrong about him. Boy, howdy. Um, Now,
1: he's just one of those... He's one of those psychopaths that practices a facial expression in the mirror.
0: (laughs) I mean, even that, he just looks like he's just shady as fuck. Like, when he had... um, He had little videos he'd do after that, little confessionals and stuff like that, where he was just be talking to the camera. I'm like, nah, he's I wouldn't trust him, but he's an interesting dude, but come to find out that you shouldn't trust him because he's not that good a dude at all.
1: It's it's always worrisome to read you know, I read numerous women today talking about how they met him or Friends of friends, or whatever, and they're one and they're talking about. He's one of those guys you don't want to be alone with. You don't feel safe. Right. And I, I immediately went. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Every woman hears that and they go, Yeah, I know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. Like yeah, I mean it's one of my you know. it's one of my biggest nightmares to be considered somebody like that. Like that's like. Oh, you're like, not. And I appreciate that, and I'm not I saying that have to get into that, a car but, with you when I was in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good because that would mean you have bad judgment. Yeah. But, You know, no, I mean, just, like, to be the type of person that's feared like that, that's not the type of respect that I want out of people, you know? Like, some people are like, yeah, you know, it makes you feel strong and powerful and shit, you know, to tower over people and have that type of command. It's like, no, I I just... Yeah,
1: I don't even like to use respect in the context of that, because I think if someone believes that's respect, then there's something wrong in their brain, and they have to go, they should be getting therapy, like... Yeah. There's something wrong there. That's not respect.
0: Fear is not respect. That's nope. just it. So Landis is a piece of shit. Um, women have yeah. been complaining about him more and more. I yeah. mean, I guess the silver lining of this is that it didn't take as many as it did Cosby for us to fucking pay attention. It's it's fucking shit. It's but it it's sucks. been years. It's, it's been, been years. years.
1: So I don't know.
2: No.
0: And and honestly, there
1: have been a lot of. Things about this so far, where there's a lot of questions of will it make a difference? Because yeah. his father is so powerful, right? It's given him that influence. The first one, I don't know.
0: And he's um, working on I just some know movie, that I movie now. I mean, been. he's he's still writing something. He's still actively he's doing employed. He's
1: making a Pepe Le Pew movie. Let's just really? think about that for a second. Really? He's making a rapist skunk movie. Oh
0: Jesus! Yeah.
1: Pepe. Why, Pip? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so now we know Brendan Fraser is an even better guy than we thought he was.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, And a lot of bullshit happened to him, and a lot of this bullshit goes on in Hollywood. And it's a really corrupt system, just like so many things, but... It can
0: change yeah yeah so next time you want to criticize somebody for a performance they gave think about all the shit they may have to go through behind the scenes to get to that place in the first place it's a job people check tra- treat it like it's like a privilege um, and stuff like that i'm not saying i'm gonna it's... make fun of mark Wahlberg. i don't give a fuck <laughs> he deserves to be made fun of because he's an asshole yeah. too
2: oh yeah
0: he's yeah, a fucking asshole like I don't care how polished he is now. I don't care if he's been in a Transformers movie. He's a fucking asshole.
1: I get it before in the morning and I pray. Mm. I pray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you ever read that thing where he's like his schedule? Yeah. Oh my god.
2: Yeah. His it's...
1: Sch- stuff.
2: <laughs> Who Here, wrote that? He, for like, him? like,
1: like there's something. There's something. You need to reevaluate your life if you're doing that.
0: Yeah. Like. Even back in 2015, they were talking about um, – they were talking to the, the, the victim that he he uh, abused. It was like some racial incident back in 1988.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was – so we've talked about this, and <laughs> this made me think of the, uh, the Harvard thing that just happened with that kid, the Parkland kid.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: The whole situation with him. And it's it, my dad and I were talking about this because when things like this come up, when there's an incident and then someone gets fired or has something taken in their lives, in this case it was the kid. It was a kid who went to Parkland. He's a outspoken conservative and, to my knowledge, pro-Trump person. Whatever, regardless of that, yeah. like that's that's you know his mistake, but. <laughs> So so he he got his Harvard acceptance letter rescinded. Um, and so I told I told my dad and I was like, I now this is ignorance on my part. I said, ah, he told some jokes years ago because I had just read a headline that was poorly phrased. And my dad was like, wait, wait, wait. He told jokes and he lost, he, you know, he lost that. That's not right. Like, and he, and it was years ago and he made a mistake and like, did, you know, so we've talked, you and I talk about this all the time where it's like, how do you come back from it? This and that. Yeah. And so I, I looked into it a little bit more. And of course, <laughs> the more I looked into it, he was, he was actually calling his classmates, teammates and yeah. other, or not teammates, classmates. Yeah. Uh, and kids, kids at his school, the N-word repeatedly, right. and other racial slurs and everything like that. He was not; it wasn't like one time joking and used the word. And it, it was not a gray area at all. It was deeply frightening character flaws, which is exactly what Harvard said. Harvard said when they rescinded his acceptance. So when you see people <laughs> out there going, "This kid made one mistake," and like, in the, and <laughs> And his response to it was hilarious because one of his responses in tweet numerous tweets was, "Harvard accepted slave owners and all of this and like <laughs> oh, and wow. I'm like, "I don't think that that is I don't think you understand what you're saying right now, but
0: no. well, I mean I that's think. evident, and uh, I'm pretty sure that they don't have any slave owners attending Harvard now that you know of that I know of you know,
1: <laughs> yeah." yeah. So so that we're talking about the Mark Wahlberg thing, like I I do believe in the capacity for change and stuff like that, but you know when yeah. you're talking about like really extreme stuff, I don't know. It's it's difficult.
0: Not only that, but to, to show such reckless Abandon of any sort of, you know, just distance from any sort of comeuppance or not even saying, oh, you have to apologize, but just showing that you've grown from the situation. So Mark Wahlberg. Right. So just to give a little bit of context, he assaulted two Asian men when he was 16 Mm. years old while he was trying to steal beer from a convenience store. That's true. It's documented. Um, Wahlberg basically hid behind Catholicism. And philanthropy to try to make it seem like, hey, I'm a great guy now. He's never gone back and apologized for that. He's never tried to make amends for Jesus. it. So it seems like he's just trying to move on from that.
1: Yeah, I rescind any uh, – because I didn't know that part of it. So never mind. He's a he's a piece of shit. Moving on. Yeah. You know, the capacity for forgiveness uh, doesn't come when you don't even bother to show a little bit of – remorse
0: right and i mean there have been other you know hate crimes that he's been accused of that he hasn't been (laughs) you know arrested and detained for or anything like that but hell
1: he i mean at the stage that we're in right now if something's going on with him it's gonna come out so i say bring it on
0: (laughs) yeah you don't get to like oh you know (laughs) i feel like i feel like they made the right choice the school in this case because I mean it, it just he exhibited the lack of growth <laughs> by the way he cool. reacted he did the I need to speak to your manager bullshit he's like I'm going to tweet cool. about this business Yeah, to try I, to get told, a different result
1: yeah I, I told I told my dad I was trying to explain to my dad how strict universities are with honor code yeah. and stuff like that and how like I'm I, I got into university and I'm getting ready to start in the fall and they are t- making me take online classes okay. for honor code stuff. Wow. Like, like it's, it's, it's that, that's It's not just cheating. It's, I mean, obviously they're trying to teach you all of those skills, but they're also trying to instill, um, you know, morality yeah. in you. Um, and I think it's pretty cool. I think so, too. I I want that. You know, I want that to be one of the things you take away from college.
0: Yeah. They're trying to ensure that people that leave their university and go out into the world and represent their university as alumnus, um, alumni, rather, uh, represent them well to be, you know, uh, you know, upstanding citizens. That's great. That's actually pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I so just I don't understand that. like we can move on from this, but I just don't understand why it's so difficult for white people to not say the n-word.
0: <laughs> I don't get it. Why is I don't it so know, difficult? Man. It's the forbidden fruit. It's like I messaged you, you. Me okay, mess you
1: the other day and I was like, why is this so difficult? I literally wake up every day and then I don't use the n-word. It's that fucking easy.
0: Yeah and i mean it's it's crazy cuz it's like this- i don't have
1: the desire i have never had the desire to use it i've ne- like I, I just don't
0: yeah whatever people yeah. weird i don't get it i don't get it either um it's just it's just another thing people get obsessed with things that they're not allowed to do and
1: yeah it's the you're in a museum and you're not supposed to touch this thing and you're Right. you like I want
0: to touch it they say you leave your hands feet inside the ride at all times and you're like fuck that i'm gonna go jump over there and dance with the pirates of the caribbean what's up
1: yeah and don't be surprised if you get your leg cut off like exactly. I, that's the part where i'm like oh if a guy does that we all go oh he was an idiot but if this kid <laughs> y- you know calls his classmates the n-word we go hold on a second <laughs>
0: I mean, it's a slur. It's a slur. You don't call black people the N-word. You don't call anyone the N-word because it is, it's is—it's meant to inflict hurt. You're saying you, it like that. It's meant to inflict hurt. It's not meant to be funny. You're not bringing them in on a joke. You're saying it to inflict hurt on another person. So that means that you're an asshole. That's Now, just on a the,
1: personal level, do yeah. you think that black people can use that phrase
0: i think that's another episode uh, no i'm kidding i'm kidding <laughs> no, no,
1: no, you, don't, you, don't, you don't even have to address it that's just me being curious about it no, um, but you know that what? doesn't mean that i uh, you owe me shit so my,
0: my mindset on it is um it it fluctuates from time to time because uh-huh. while i understand why black folks feel that they have the uh, ability to say it And, you know, kind of hold on to that, taking it back, that sort of thing. I also understand how there are black folks that just don't want to hear it. It's like me. I don't want to see slavery movies ever again because I feel like I get it. You know, it's like, I don't need to see another. Should
1: I not send you my screenplay then?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what if in the year 2025, slavery is legalized again and the black people have to get away from the masters again? Yeah, Okay, dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like we've seen 20 years, seven years slave. We've seen, um, you know, all these different movies and stuff like that. And it seems like it's just put out there to be uh, academy award bait at the end of the year
1: yeah it's like
0: they so it's do, like, it's you the know, most important movie movies of with
1: disabilities like you know actors who are able-bodied doing disability you know roles and all that and it's like what are you doing here
0: right right
1: your 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 bait uh oscar bait
0: yeah That's but then it's like the, the n-word the n-word um kind of works this way into the zeitgeist too with like just culture it's 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 code switching in a way and yeah. it's almost um I mean, even taking away the the racial epithet of the word, it's like appropriation in that way for any other party to yeah. come in and take it and say, "Oh no, I can say this now too, like who the fuck are you, man like I you don't get to make that i I
1: truly don't have an opinion on it as far as usage within the black community
2: because
1: yes. I go like oh, I don't know i what, what opinion can I bring to the table? First of all, who the <laughs> fuck cares? And second of all, like I have no like, I this is no context. I just know that if you're not black, you 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 definitely can't. Like that's the line that I know. And beyond that, like when people bring that up as a counter argument for like, well, well, some black people say, it, I'm like, I I don't care. Like that it's not the point right now
0: right and they don't say some black people say they say well black people say it's never just they don't recognize that there are some black people that don't feel comfortable saying it all the time i've never heard you
1: say
2: it i don't i
0: just yeah it's not something that i do um but that's my choice and i'm not going to uh you know project that on others because it's not for me to say just like it's not for anybody to say it's like yeah look (laughs) <laughs> this is,
1: okay okay i i mean the another type of thing is yep. the use of i'll just say the c word yeah like but like women ha- i know some women who hate it i love it i think it's hilarious <laughs>
0: it's almost like, like, like yeah i get i get the sense from you because we actually like this is one of the first conversations we had like when we started mm-hmm. talking about this sort of thing and i'm like I've heard you say it before several times. I think even on this podcast. <laughs> but it's I almost like
1: I, it is a word that I tread lightly with because yeah.
0: people do get offended. Yeah, and plus I mean it just like dumb cunts. <laughs> 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 Expletive deleted. Uh, no, I'm, I'm it. I don't care. It's fine. We're gonna earn that e. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! I don't even think we're explicit on the uh, on iTunes. I got to fix that. Um, oh my god,
1: we're not. That's we're not. that's a big deal, Matt. They could pull us. No, no, no seriously, you no. need okay. to fix that. They oh. can they can pull your podcast off.
0: <laughs> I'll check that's it. Not out. I will right, we'll
2: yeah, fix it.
0: <laughs> the podcast they don't want you to hear, Lex and Matt. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I it's it's similar, we're not now, the same, but it's a similar. On, we're
1: now on trucker radios only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way you can access them. That's
0: right. That's right.
1: <laughs> but anyway, I I don't, you know, it's one of those things like I don't have an opinion on it, you know, like I and yeah. and I I respect that there are different opinions within this community, and I'm like you you guys can, you know, figure it out. I know I know the rules for me and i know yeah. the rules for how i'm going to hold people accountable that are outside of that community i'm not going to hold that community accountable <laughs> in that sense like for that thing no that's not my that's not my thing
0: it's you know funny I mean? like you know <laughs> it's it, it reminds me of a bible verse actually Wow. Little. Things I never <laughs> no. thought I'd say. Um no, it's just like there's there's a Bible verse that says, If eating meat offends my brother, then I will eat no flesh while they're present or something like yeah. that. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. But it's it's like that. You know, if you're around someone who's a vegetarian, you're not gonna just sit there and just like roast them, no pun intended. Um mm-hmm. to uh you know, just like, hey man, how come how come you don't want to eat meat? you know, you're too good for me? What? It's like whatever, man. Just, you know, go with the flow.
1: Yeah. So no, no, no. I, I, I agree. I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. All right, let's make it lighter. What is what is your deal with theme park? <laughs> 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 in the notes.
0: And I've been so curious about it. If we don't talk about it, I'm gonna get mad. Okay, so this kind of came to fruition today, because I just messaged you out of nowhere. It actually ties back to Brendan Fraser. We were talking about um the mummy ride at Universal Studios, and I said the Mummy Ride at Universal Studios Orlando is like the making of version of the Mummy Ride at Universal Studios Hollywood, California.
1: See, I, this is this is so fucking confusing to me because <laughs> I so I haven't been to the California one. Okay. Uh, the the Orlando one was one of the first roller coasters I ever got on, like,
0: yeah, and loved and enjoyed, and and that's cool. So like for those that are first of all, I loved
1: the Mummy, and then it was like. Oh, I can handle this. I can handle like for some reason I can handle that roller coaster, <laughs>
0: uh, and I still love it. So I've been I've been uh, watching this YouTube channel, Theme Park History, and what they do is they okay. give you a rundown of these various rides, how they were um, created, you know, and then they give you basically the the story of the ride itself, like what you see when you go in there, and it's amazing because they put so much thought and care into a lot of these theme park rides that you wouldn't really consider. Like, there's homages to other rides within these That's rides. That's
1: kind of fascinating.
0: That's I, what I, it is. I want to
1: dig into this. Exactly. This
0: really cool. So the one with the mummy, they actually bought in, um, what, what was the director? I want to say Stephen Sondheim, but it's not Stephen Sondheim. I don't remember. <laughs>
1: I can't, I, believe it or not, I don't know. I don't know. That's,
2: that makes me
0: scared. Okay, Go so ahead. the director, uh, Stephen Sommers, Um he was the director oh, of the first okay. two mummy movies. Uh, oh. Rachel Weiss, by the way. She was in both the first and second one, but not the third. Um, going back to another episode. Yeah, so he helped create the Mummy ride itself. And he directed the vignettes that they had that featured Brendan Fraser and the symbol of the Magi or something like that. So mm-hmm. they were filming uh, the next Mummy movie, which was The Ride. <laughs> right. And he didn't want to wear the symbol of the Magi, and so that bought bad luck. So he went and he took one from one of the cast members, uh one of the one of the crew actually. And so when he took it off of one of the crew members, um off screen or off to the left or whatever, uh the the, the Pharaoh rose and basically took this guy's soul and okay. all of a sudden it thrusts you and the rest of the riders into this <laughs> This roller coaster where you're trying to escape him and all that stuff. Hmm. Uh, And this is all present day. This is all happening present day, but it's happening on the set of this filming that's going on. And what was cool about that, because I've never ridden this one, I I stood in line for Spider-Man. That was basically all I had time to do when I went to Universal. Um, With this ride, it had so many, like, false endings so, it would stop and be like, okay, ladies and gentlemen, looks like we had a little bit of problem oh, there, yeah, but everything's yeah. fine yeah. now. And it's like, oh no, I still got your asses. Yep. And everybody's like, ah! And it gets to the end again. It's like, oh, everything's fine, ladies and gentlemen. And there's a lady, like, in a window, like, waving you on to the next exit or whatever. And then the, the pharaoh comes back. He's like, oh shit, I still got you, bitch. Ah! Everybody's screaming. And, oh um, yeah, it was just, <laughs> it was fascinating to me, but what was interesting is, is that they didn't do that with the one in California huh. the one in California, they just made it just a mummy story. It happened in the universe. So it's I my head canon now that they were filming the footage for that ride <laughs> at this ride at the first ride, the one in Orlando. That is so weird. Right. so anyway that is
1: fascinating
0: that's interesting to me Brendan Fraser was not featured in the one in California oddly enough and um, according to the to the video uh, at Theme Park History uh, they were saying that they have attempted to take this ride down several times because it it debuted in like 2004 Um, yeah but it's so popular people don't want it to go anywhere like the uh, the visitation is down uh, for the ride itself but people still love it and they were going to give it a, uh, a refurbishment with the new Mummy film that came out recently, oh, but it no. bombed. And okay. so, Brendan Fraser warded that off. <laughs> now I feel
1: like we need to go to, uh, what's it called? Universal. Yeah. Because cause the Mummy ride is in danger.
0: Oh, we already man. lost Jaws. That's right. We lost Jaws. We lost King Kong. We lost E.T. We lost Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. I,
1: I, I, I did all of those except for King Kong.
0: Yeah. Back to the Future was such a good ride. Like, I remember getting on that one, too. And one of the things that I discovered from um, one of these channels, too, is that the Simpsons ride, which took its place, they actually have a cameo from Christopher mm-hmm. Lloyd in, in Simpsons cartoon form mm-hmm. who shows up in the DeLorean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a, it, the ride. Simpsons
1: is the same thing. It's just... It's, it's like the exact same ride. It's just yeah. redone.
0: <laughs> and that's cool. And it's, it's, um, it's, it's I haven't gone since they built Harry too.
1: Potter world.
0: I oh. want to go for that. Yeah. Jonesy went. she said that was pretty great. You know,
1: yeah, the whole I've heard great things. I, I just, they, you know, it's expensive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: I haven't gone since I was like 13,
0: but it's magical, you know, um, uh, well, the cool thing about I, Harry Potter. Magic, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the cool thing about Harry Potter, too, is that I didn't know this until I saw it in one of these videos. There are different spots within the Wizarding World area where you can use those wands that you buy mm-hmm. to actually perform magic on different like objects.
1: See, this is the thing. I know that if... Okay, so it's the exact <laughs> same thing as... If I go to Star Wars Galaxy's mm. Edge or whatever, mm. if I go mm. to that theme park, I'm gonna want to build those one of those 150 dollars lightsabers. Oh
2: yeah, oh yeah.
1: I'm gonna want Harry Potter. I'm gonna want one of those wands, even <laughs> yeah. though it's gonna be overpriced. So that's another factor involved with it. Very I true. really, really want to do the lightsaber building thing, though. <laughs> like that is that is what I want.
0: It would right be more now. appealing. The lightsabers would be more appealing if they actually did something, but the wands. Yeah. Actually doing something to interact with the park. That kind of put me over the edge. So I have to stay away from Wizarding World of Harry Potter or else I'm coming home with a Phoenix Feather wand. It's going to happen.
1: Well, you might. The wand chooses the
0: wizard. Fuck so. like that. $200 chooses any wand I want. It's not $200. Is it? Is it no. not. Are you sure? Because, I no. mean, it's a nice wand. Let's Google it. I mean, it's a piece of wood, but it's a nice wand. <laughs> <laughs> As long as I don't get one of those weird ones that look like a bony finger, man, that's some creepy shit.
1: What's it called? Wizarding World? Oh, the Wizarding Cost of World, Wands at Universal.
0: Let's
1: see. Yes. Let's try to find a general. They range from... This is just quickly looking through. 25 to 48. Oh,
0: that's not bad at all. The
1: 48 one is the interactive model that triggers special effects... So yeah, you'd have to pay like the top dollar one, but that's not bad.
0: We get a family one. We share that shit. That's fine.
1: Well, okay, yeah. So forty eight is that to me is more, but one hundred and fifty. But here's the thing: you're building. You have a lightsaber station.
0: Okay. You're building. You're building
1: the entire lightsaber.
0: Yeah. Like that's pretty cool. But I'm saying, like, close to sixty bucks, you, D, and me can go for a day and just like fuck shit up with magic. Hell yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's worth it. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, no,
1: for sure, for sure. I now I want to watch. I, you definitely need to post that in the links when we uh, when we post the video. In the for group.
0: sure. So there's there's a lot of different we'll channels be- that do that sort of thing. There's um, theme park history, which I started telling you about. Um, if you haven't been on some of these rides though, it can be kind of dry when they start telling you the story of the ride, like the actual like uh, fiction of the ride itself. Right. Because it's like I don't want to. You have I don't to have get invested
1: interest in it.
0: Right, right. Some stuff is kind of dry just overall. Like the Jurassic Park ride, interesting ride, but you don't want to hear somebody talk about it for a half hour. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Disney Dan. He does a lot of stuff. Uh, See
1: for myself. Now, but...
0: <laughs> Disney Dan actually, um, he, of course, covers Disney mostly, but he talks about the evolution of the different uh, live action costumes. Like he'll show you how they um, improve over time. Like it's weird mm-hmm. that they blink now. Um, Ew, what? Yeah, a lot of them actually move their mouths and blink. Oh. I don't know how I feel about that.
1: <laughs> Everything about Disney Disney World, Disneyland, and how they run that thing is impressive, but yeah. creeps me out.
0: Yeah, the underground world that they have, you know? Mm-hmm. The fact that most of the costume characters have to be girls for some reason, I don't, yeah. Yeah, so, I'm
1: suspicious of all of it. Yeah. All of
0: it. I mean, you read a lot of behind-the-scenes tellings, and apparently, those cast member parties get a little freaky too. So Yay fuck man it. in costume. In oh costume. yeah. So if no that's your no surprises there. If that's what whets your whistle, you go to Disney and have a great fucking time. Literally as furries. Yes. I, guess. <laughs> I mean, hell, that's like probably one of the most socially acceptable ways to be a furry. It's to go Who work wants for Disney. To
1: fuck Donald Duck?
0: It's- <laughs> <laughs> that is not the t- that is not the name of the episode.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, no, we can't get away
0: with that one. I will be disowned by the uh the Carl Barks fan club. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but just say like, all right, you know I'm we're not gonna go down this road. Anyway. So, so you're so, so you're obsessed with this. I'm obsessed right with it because I love I love learning how things are made. I mean, you know, people, Oh, so you're a fan of the
1: now. show, like that show,
0: how like, things are made. Is
1: that how what we're, it's called? Whatever. they are there. We're just, it's very dry and they're just in a factory mm, and they're like, this yeah. is how this post gets made.
0: <laughs> I mean, back in the day when I was a kid, I used to love watching, um, Mr. Rogers when he goes visit the crayon factory and that sort of thing. Yeah. But I mean, documentaries have grown by leaps and bounds since then. Um, one, oh, one great one is Defunct Land. Defunct Land is a guy who talks about uh, and shows different images and video of theme park attractions that don't exist anymore and why did they were he, shut did down. Did he
1: do Enchanted Forest? I don't know. Oh, my God. Okay, I need <laughs> We'll have to look this. it up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Enchanted Forest was in my neck of the woods when I was a kid in Maryland. Okay. And this, so it was a theme park at one point. My entire life, it was condemned and closed off. Oh. And I think that they've reopened it since, like in the past couple of years. But one of the coolest, so it, there was always this mystery to it. And eventually I saw like pictures online or whatever. Of someone, you know, broke in and took pictures, whatever. <laughs> but what's really cool is someone made a low-budget horror film in enchanted forest oh no (laughs) yeah
0: yeah yeah i mean those uh, look a closed theme park is always going to be a little bit creepy it's definitely i i
1: like i like those abandoned building
0: shows and it's like like five nights at freddy's you know
1: yeah or the (laughs) the Hanna Barbera one that they're making now
0: oh dude yeah so i got an email about that today that um the my banana God, splits. But God,
1: please tell me we get we get a presser
0: of that. Uh, you know, I reached out to him. I told him, like, look, <laughs> we want to watch this." <laughs>
1: oh my God, yes, are the we watching this? The banana
0: splits, um, Five Nights at Freddy's esque movie that's coming out from Warner Brothers and going to debut on Sci-Fi. Yeah. In August. They're, okay. Uh, yeah, they're soliciting uh, reviews now. So I'm like, look, I would love to talk about this. Please send me a copy.
1: <laughs> I would love to us like we get on skype and we go press play at the exact same time
0: <laughs> and we just watch it
1: all the way through together
0: yeah yeah because it, it looks crazy it looks yeah. like something adult swim would have cooked up and i hope it's got that oh, same intensity
1: oh yeah i think it so, will
0: yeah we'll, watch it. we'll have to see people were kind of fussing like this is the hannah Barbera movie that you make like hell yeah because it's low stakes Nobody cares about the banana it's splits anymore. It's super messed
1: up. It's super messed up, but it looks funny, <laughs> and I love right. it.
0: Yes, absolutely. So, Shit, yeah. they got
1: me. I mean, come on.
0: It's funny you bought it up, because I was going to tell you about it too later. I actually posted it. Um, this is the first story I've put up on Mighty Inc. in a long time. I actually put up the press release. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. The banana splits. The banana we got to. So, yeah. yeah. That's that's uh that's yeah. basically my interest in these uh, theme park attractions. It's just something to watch, you know, before you go to bed. It's not too creepy, not too
2: yeah. I, th- I
0: like that. And
1: I, I get that way with you, certain YouTube videos or some things. Uh, yeah, there's just something about like, oh, this calms me. Okay, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good.
0: I used to um, be addicted to the Did you know gaming, but I ran out of those. Oh uh, yeah. It seems like all they talk about is Sonic the Hedgehog. So. I got kind of, yeah, tired of those after a while.
1: So I started reading this book. This okay. is my current obsession. Okay. okay. So, so this has led me down a whole rabbit hole of things. So for my birthday, you guys were kind enough. You and D were kind enough to, you know, give me a little Amazon money. Well, uh, yeah. And then I got those shitty headphones that didn't work, but that's okay. I returned them. It's fine. Good, good. But one of the things that I got with that was this book and it's called best movie year ever.
0: Oh yeah. It's, I saw you post that.
1: Yeah. So it's all about 1999 wow. films that were released in 1999. That's it. Just 1999. And at first you go, that's too specific. Like that can't work. No, you're wrong, because 1999 was an insane year for film, like absolutely insane. Uh, You have so. So there are so many different types of films that came out that year. And what his main kind of thesis of this book, at least so far, because I'm still reading it, is that in 1999, it was really a great year in film and of course there've been a lot of great years but the biggest thing is they took risks big yeah. bold moves in these films so you know 1999 was <clears throat> films like go run lola run like the weird movies like that in addition to all of these teen movies uh so 10 things i hate about you came out that year uh, American Pie came out that year. Varsity Blues came out. Uh, She's All That. Those all came <laughs> out the same year.
0: Yeah.
1: And then you have like The Matrix. The Matrix came out in and Then the I mean first. that's
0: enough right there. You know.
1: <laughs> yeah. So Election came out. Uh, like all, it's it's um, and then there are like they're Oscar films and then there's these completely off the wall films. It's just it's fascinating it was a feast
0: it was a feast of films i remember look i remember this year so well first of all it's the year i graduated from high school And of
1: course star wars relaunched that
0: year right there was just so much going on so very much going on but um yeah you can just go into a video store and just grab a movie out of any direction and it was a good one it was at least an interesting one you know
1: yeah and so that led me to okay. Now, in addition to reading this book that I'm, you know, absorbing and loving, I want to listen to like podcasts, and I've found some. And believe it or not, there are podcasts that are specifically covering 1999 film. <laughs> How do you I've get that much? With uh, it. Uh,
0: yeah, <laughs>
1: I've struggled with it though because it's been a like dude guys.
0: Oh. It's talking. the two white guys show with a microphone.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to shit on any other podcasts out there. But it's just. It's not that it's bad. It's not bad. It's mm-hmm. just. You know, I like having diverse voices. I like hearing different perspectives. So when yeah. I hear a guy go, "This movie sucks," and I'm like, "What? Okay, right. what?" You know, like you know, uh, I started listening to one of them and it was American Pie and they just were like, This movie's terrible starting out and I'm like, Whoa, 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 you're just getting in like this I literally listened to less than five minutes of this. Yeah. And they were they were sitting on that movie and I'm like that movie <laughs> is <laughs> is is very like structurally well done. Like whether you like it or not, there are good things about that movie.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. And it did have a huge cultural impact and it, you know, all of that. And I, I'm not saying you have to like it. You don't have to like it. But to to immediately go, you know, I didn't like it even when it came out. I'm like, what? Are you serious? That's, <laughs>
0: what? Yeah. I mean, I I like optimistic. Yes. Uh, voices. I,
1: I, and this book don't... is full of that.
2: That's it's, cool.
0: It's,
1: it's so much excitement for... And just like learning about how the Matrix was made, and you know, it's just it's it, it's really fascinating, and it made me go back and rewatch. So now, of course, I'm rewatching some of these movies, and I'm, I rewatched The Matrix, and I didn't get The Matrix because when it came out, I was well, 99, so I was seven. Okay. When it came out, so it didn't <laughs> it didn't click with me, obviously. I remember that was the first DVD we ever got, though, because he got it. My dad got a DVD player and they gave you free DVD with it or whatever. And it was the Matrix. So I watched it quite a few times as a kid, but I didn't retain any of it. Yeah. And then I watched the sequels and I was like, I don't get this. What is this?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I rewatched it for the
1: first time as an adult. Yeah. Just the first one.
0: Have you ever gone back to the sequels after that? No, I haven't.
1: I haven't. I assumed that I'm better off not doing it because the first one is a complete film. It is. It really is a complete story. You kind of you you, you want more, but you don't feel like you need more for it to be what it is. Um, but I was so was the first time rewatching it as an adult. And I was like, this is has, has so much philosophy going on. Has so like there is so much depth to this movie. It holds up really well. Now in Visually your book, did they um,
0: did they make mention of the fact that uh, it's it's long been a theory that there was a ghostwriter to that particular film?
1: No. Yeah, no.
0: there's there's well,
1: a he, he got a lot of interviews, so I wouldn't be surprised if he had to toe the line a bit with
2: things.
0: There was um, there were rumors that the Wachowskis uh, stole or borrowed heavily a lot of that movie from. Um, uh, a, a black sci-fi fiction writer. And she just wasn't... was that
1: a lawsuit?
0: Yeah. What? Well, see, that's, that's where it kind of gets fuzzy for me because I remember that there was a lawsuit. I remember hearing that it just got, you know, completely glossed over, that it didn't go anywhere. But then I can't find any credible sources for that, so I don't know if it's just like an urban legend or not. Mm. So, I mean, if anybody has any, like, you know, credible sources for that, please... Uh, send us a message because I would like to learn more about that. I'm very curious about it.
1: Yeah, I'm curious about that as well because, because I, I've yeah. always
0: viewed the Wachowskis as, as a as a positive nature in filmmaking. I even uh, enjoyed certain aspects of uh, Cloud Atlas. I thought it was uh, I thought it was a bold experiment in filmmaking. I
1: didn't see Cloud Atlas. Yeah, um,
0: did you I know watch uh, got... Sense at all?
1: No, I haven't. I'm curious okay. about it now because. Yeah. Uh, After watching that, I remember I really liked Jupiter ascending and no one liked that
0: movie. I didn't see that one. Um, I guess we should trade. Um,
1: It was the world building was great. Yeah. It had a lot of meat there. Like there, like it would have been a better book. I think I I really wish they would have taken the time to write a series of books in that universe. Hmm. Um, I would like to, for them to still do that. You know? That was
0: the one where Channing Tatum was a cat man?
1: Yeah. Okay. They shouldn't have put Channing Tatum in it. Mila Kunis was fine, but and, and not, nothing against Channing Tatum. I just think that his brand was not good for that. <laughs>
0: um, Channing Tatum has evolved, but I think that was still pretty early in his it evolution. Was.
1: It was. And it, it's, I think it was pre-Magic Mike, but I could be wrong about that. Okay. Uh, and he... <sighs> And, there, and I'm not saying it was perfect. It was not The Matrix. But it was a really interesting and fascinating world. And it left me wanting more of it.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Um,
1: much like The Matrix does. It, it leaves you
0: wanting <laughs> more of it. It leaves you wanting so more. So I want
1: to watch the sequels, kind of. Yeah. But I also really don't. Because I know that they're not as satisfying.
0: Well, see, and this is where I, I wish that podcasts like the one that you mentioned would come from a place of optimism because, you know, I, I think about it now. I've seen the sequels a couple of times. I remember mm-hmm. seeing uh, the uh, the follow-up of the, the second one and thinking, okay, that was an all right movie. Can't wait to see how they stick this landing. I got to see this third yeah. one. I got to see how it works. Saw the third one and I'm like, okay, that wasn't what I hoped for. <laughs> yeah, so
1: I was messaging the pastor about that and uh-huh. I said, you should re-watch it because it's it's a film that is really interesting because we were having one of our more in-depth discussions about something else. And um, he was, you know, I said, he was asking me about if I'd watch the sequels basically like you did. And I said, no. And he, his thoughts on it were, if I remember correctly, was like, he thought that the second one was really great. It was the third one that was, you know, fell in quality.
0: I agree. The second one had that, um, that highway uh, fight where they had to build their own expressway just to have this high speed chase and I thought Literally, that was cool. all I
1: remember about the Matrix sequels was there was an underground rave in a cave and disappointment.
0: <laughs> That's all I
1: remember about those sequels.
0: Well, if you oh, like and that And
1: then the the insane fight scene with all of the same guy.
0: Oh, all of Agent Smiths, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty interesting. But the reason I brought up that I I had a certain um, you know, reaction to him the first time I saw him. It's like you're excited about a movie. I remember how excited I was going into Endgame, and I had high expectations, and that's completely on me. They built what? up this this amazing event with advertising and all these 22, 23 movies that came before it. Hours of my life I've poured into this. I wanted to see them stick the landing, and they did. But when you do things like that and they don't stick the landing, you're a little disappointed. But now that I've seen the sequels that enough time has passed after I've seen them, I can go back every now and then and look at them and not have as much writing on it. So I can kind of enjoy them a little bit more. I feel the same way about the Star Wars prequels. It's like right. sure, they disappointed me overall, but there's certain aspects about them that I love. Like Right,
1: but I feel
0: like the the the
1: first Matrix movie, like I have I feel very like good about it. Yeah. And um, it's hard for me to agree to go into something that would ruin that good feeling that I have.
0: But see, that's the great thing about it. Um, And I'm sure I mentioned this on a podcast before, but even Stephen King with the Dark Tower, when he finished the story, he goes, "Okay, stop right here. The next part of this story is completely for me. I wrote this because I felt like it needed an ending. But if you stop here, Mm -hmm. you can get a good ending. Keep reading for something that you may or may not like. You've been warned. You know that's interesting. And it's it's kind of like that. It's like the Matrix ended. It's you the, know, it's
1: the finale of season six of Game of
0: Thrones. <laughs> it's no, it's even an even better example. <laughs> it's Scrubs season nine. It's there, and there's some good things about it, but it's not it's not my Scrubs. I'm sorry. What are the good things about? Never
1: no, I'm not going to think about that. There's nothing good about that
0: season. We got well. Tuck my fa- one of my Stadium favorite <laughs>
1: tweets was Zach Braff going, "Guys, all of, uh, I have good news and bad news for you. The good news is season one through eight of Scrubs is now on Netflix. The bad news is season nine is also on Netflix.
0: <laughs> so good. That's true. That's true. Well, we, we got the we got the uh, oh well, um, Allison Bree's husband. We were introduced to him on the show, in that ninth season.
1: Uh, <laughs> How? I never mind.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, know. yeah, I mean, there's there's different things. You can take it or leave it. Um, I just I really think that there's some good stuff in those prequels, right. in in the Matrix sequels, in
2: yeah.
0: Scrub Especially. Season Nine. There's something good there. You just have to uncouple from the it, stress. you
1: them out pretty fast too, so that doesn't help. You know. Yeah. Yeah. They, they took a lot of time and energy, uh, the Wachowskis, um to to make that film, what it was, and they were ready to fight for it, ready for this and that, and you know, I just wonder, did they? And this is something I'd be curious to know too. Did they have a plan for sequels, or was oh. it meant to be just this thing?
0: I think they, they tried- had ideas. Yeah. You know, I think they had their their first bit fully fleshed out. It's like when a band comes out with a really great debut album and then their sophomore album is just kind of yeah. like, all right,
2: mm-hmm. you know.
0: Um, I think they had some great ideas that they yeah. needed more time to flesh out, and they didn't have that the liberty to do that. All of a sudden, they were the hottest creators in the world, and everybody wanted to know what their next thing was going to be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, that
1: makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen the... um the, uh, I keep wanting to say animatics, but the, uh. Animatrix? Well, no, not that. But that was pretty good too. I do want to bring that up. Uh, the, the layouts, basically. The storyboarding. That's what it no. is. No. No, okay. no. Okay. No. So the storyboarding was done by a comic artist named Jeff Darrow. And okay. he's known for uh, a comic that came out years ago called Big Guy and Rusty the Robot. And this was this big, um, it was an oversized comic. It was kind of like a kaiju versus robot sort of thing. Okay. And it is a beautiful, huh. gritty, nasty book. Everything is just oh. over detailed. And that's what he brought to the storyboards. So it's like the storyboards for the matrix almost read like a comic of their own. Mm-hmm. I implore you and anyone else that has not seen these storyboards, look it up. Jeff Darrow, G-E-O-F-F, one of those type of Jeffs. I mean, um, you could also just, how what? Storyboards. Yeah, I mean, I'm just kidding. Geoff, <laughs> that guy. Um, yeah, so these storyboards are really Yeah, cool. that
1: always bothers me. Like, Jeff, Geoff, never mind. Because <laughs> I
0: always read it as Geoff. Yeah, same, same.
1: Yeah, my brain can't can't fix that.
0: Yeah, but. Anyway.
1: But yeah, everywhere. no, so I'm I'm fascinated with that. I'm going to be watching a lot of 1999 movies again. That's That's going to be my thing right now, I think.
2: <laughs> That's cool. It's
1: just it's weird. It's it's a weirdly specific thing and it's it's like it was made for me. <laughs> when I'm reading it, I'm like, "Oh, this makes me happy."
0: It's good stuff. Yeah.
1: Okay, do we I mean, we've got other notes here, but we have <laughs> we've done quite a bit. Do you want to do you want to get into Wall of Weird or do you yeah, want to cover should. one of these other ones? We should do a quick Wall of Weird. Okay. Yeah. All right. So We've got two wall of weird stories this week. Two, two. Because I found one last minute, I think yesterday, and I was like, "Um, what?" <laughs> so, we'll do the the disturbing one, and then we'll do okay. the f- <laughs> And then we'll do the funny one.
0: I just saw the URL. I can't de- I can't decide which one is the the the, the funny one or the disturbing one cuz one of them looks like it's both. <laughs>
1: Well, the, the <laughs> it's the slash dot, dot org is, okay. is the uh, the first one that I'm gonna read all right I do not see an art uh, an author on this uh, so I can't give credit for that but it's on slash dot org um, and that is going to like like I said I've been posting all of the wall of weird links in the Facebook group so yeah. that's where you can get them join the bedroom okay so this is, this is not... I don't know why I laughed. Self-driving cars may hit people with darker skin more often, study finds. Well... According to a new paper from the Georgia Institute <laughs> of Technology, autonomous cars could disproportionately endanger pedestrians <laughs> oh, with darker skin, a troubling sign of how AI can inadvertently produce prejudices <laughs> from the wider world. Uh, In the paper, researchers detail uh, basically an investigation of eight AI models and state-of-the-art object detection systems. Uh, They allow the (laughs) autonomous vehicles to recognize roadsides, pedestrians, other objects. They tested these models with images of pedestrians um, in two categories uh, from their Fitzpatrick scale, which is commonly used to classify human skin color. So basically, it was a... Horrible performance with darker shades. Wow. Uh, with three, the three darkest shades on this scale, which the Fitzpatrick scale, scale is apparently what it's called. Um, the accuracy decreased by five percent when examining um, pedestrians with darker uh, skin tones, even when researchers accounted for variables such as whether a photo was taken during day or night. Man. Thankfully they were able to figure this out to avoid future things, so they're going to basically rewrite it and make sure that it's included. But I don't believe them.
0: No. Um <laughs> I would hate for something like that to come up and even the, the robots driver, are
1: racist.
0: Yeah. Fucking robots, man. The
1: robots um, will
0: betray us all. <laughs> but not me. No. But you. <laughs> so that's right allies if you're walking with someone in a neighborhood that has a lot of um, self-driving cars uh please escort your your darker skinned friends uh to their destination this is
1: this is what's just nuts uh, like how is this possible
0: this well, is not the future we were promised <laughs> no, well for some people it's the future that they want let's uh hope they don't get their way because fuck them um yeah. This is not the first time I've heard something like this. Actually, uh, there's there's also um, you know the the sensors for hand dryers.
1: Yes, I've heard that as well. And, yeah, and, and soap dispensers and, and all soap
0: dispensers thing. and 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 towel dispensers and that sort of thing that don't react uh, to darker shades. Do you know? Did
1: you ever read into why that is? No. Okay, so the reason that it's that way is because Silicon Valley is it's de- they are developed in Silicon Valley and it is an overwhelmingly white. Um, industry.
0: So they didn't even so, have like a test. Uh, oh, I
1: mean, they might now, but like, at the beginning, they were just testing it on themselves.
0: Yeah. And wow. they would only
1: read their
0: pale, translucent <laughs> skin. Like, well, we tested everybody in the uh, in the tech development firm. Yeah. It's, like y'all didn't have one Indian dude on the tech firm. Like that's kind of fucked up.
1: I mean, I don't know if it was just for very dark skinned black people i don't i don't know yeah, i don't know maybe. what the level was like this yeah. like they said this is a fitzpatrick scale or whatever so like show me where <laughs> it's like show me on the scale where you are i don't know I, I i don't know the details of that but i know that that was the reason for it at least they found
0: man that's wild okay so um yeah so these honky gonna...
1: ais are coming for us but yeah here's That one ended up being funnier than I expected. This (laughs) one is just batshit and certainly belongs on the wall of weird just because this is not a weird thing that's happening in the world. As much as it is, people are weird and I don't understand it. Hmm. So Sandra Bullock (laughs) and other Hollywood stars are getting what is called, I guess, Kate Blanchett (laughs) is another
0: fan of it. They've called it... Penis facials. Yes! All right. Okay. All right. Sandy B., what the hell? Let's hear about it. I love her, too. It makes me so sad. Okay. So, at
1: first, when I saw this headline, I thought, oh, no. Clearly, Sandy, you've been tricked Mm. (laughs) because this was not what I thought it was. Uh, The treatment involves (laughs) the use of... Uh, epidermal growth factors. Oh. So they're stem cells taken from discarded oh. foreskins of newborn babies in See,
0: Korea. Yeah. When I read the headline, I thought you that thought it was her. Nope. 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 No, no. I thought that she was the recipient of the mushroom stamp, and somebody told her, "Hey, this is good for your face."
2: Oh God. I, yeah. No.
0: I, I thought it was a little bit more innocent than that, but no. This I is, thought
1: it was. I, I thought it was like semen. I thought they were getting like we we use semen. Or, I don't know. Sure. No, no, no. So this EFG is said to rejuvenate the skin, improve the skin's texture, and uh, correct discoloration.
0: I thought she was like snuggling. And the
1: ability to wound heal. Heal
0: mm. wounds. I don't know mm. why. I said that. Mm-hmm.
1: And it will cost you six hundred
2: and fifty dollars. <laughs> and they charge you.
1: Oh, yeah. Baby foreskins ain't
0: free. Man, this is gross. Look, I don't like to judge people, but I'm going to judge this shit. That's gross as fuck. Why would you do that? Because. (laughs) Here's
1: the thing. It's one thing to do it. It's another Uh, thing to go on Ellen and talk about doing
2: it.
0: Ellen don't want to hear about a penis facial.
1: We're, we're, that's where the the person, producer running Ellen, calls them and goes, okay, so we want to get a story from you. Mm-hmm. What's something funny you could tell? What have you done recently that's funny? Oh, well, I had baby foreskins injected into my face. Okay, yep, okay, yeah, that's what we'll go with. Okay, that's what we'll go with. Cool.
0: Wow, wow. Like, this is straight up, like, Gwyneth Paltrow level crazy.
1: It is. At least they're not trying to sell it to other people. That's well, she the problem that I is. fucking
0: have with why? Because <laughs> she went on Ellen to talk about it. Like, I mean, go- she's talking about it, but she's talking
1: about it like it's an anecdote, like when I went skiing and I don't know. Like, that, she that's that's the 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 lunacy of she is not living a normal life. What's yeah. she going to talk about?
0: Yeah. And she's actually know. she's
1: pretty down to earth overall, but she's not trying to sell it. it. It doesn't sound like she's trying to sell it as much as she's just talking about it because it's funny, and Ellen's going to push for that funny.
2: Jesus but
1: Christ. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I do not understand. Wow, I mean, I barely understand you know the makeup industry and all. You do what you want, you know, like do what I like. I barely understand half of the stuff out there, but this is no.
0: I mean, it would be also strange to brag about such a thing, but it would be more socially acceptable and normal if she did just snuggle a penis and call it a penis facial. I, Uh, I guess.
1: Yeah, I, God, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's a lot to unpack.
0: You know what? Not our problem.
2: <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's the best like, thing about these stories.
2: This...
0: You could tell me that, that.
1: I mean, I'm I'm still young. I don't have like wrinkles and all that. But mm. you could tell me that it like it makes me fucking Benjamin Button, and I'm like, nah, nah, son, no,
0: not worth it. No, no,
1: I won't die as that baby. I'll die mm. old. Whatever.
0: Yeah, no. I, hmm. Damn. And it's like, if people admit this type of thing to Ellen, what are they hiding from Ellen? What are they keeping?
1: I I don't want to know.
0: That that is
1: straight up, I do not want to know.
0: If this is what celebrities are telling Ellen, imagine what they're not telling Ellen.
1: Oh. Mm. That's disturbing.
0: Yeah. Wall of weird. Wall of weird, everybody. That
1: was our wall of weird weird for the week.
0: Penis facials, everybody. Not what you think they are. That sounds like something they tease on the news. And in other news, people are getting a penis facial, and it's not what you think it is.
1: Aw, penis facial. That's a good title.
0: (laughs) we're not going with that. Let me make sure that mature tag is checked off. Yes. Okay, great. Yeah. (laughs) Okay.
1: So... Graphic novel challenge. Have you picked one for this one?
0: (laughs) We're going to have a bye week for me because I need to finish the first volume of the order. Fortunately, Kelsey let me borrow volume two. So I'm doubling up and I'm hitting it hard next week.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of in the same situation, although because I'm not done with my Superman volume two yet, which is Mm -hmm. what I picked for my last week's. Um but if I end up finishing that early, I'm a weird. I'm gonna read that weird Scooby Doo, the new the new hipster Scooby Doo that I talked about.
0: The apocalyptic one, the post apocalyptic uh, one. Yeah,
1: I guess I don't know. They, they're hipstery. That's that's what I know. It's the cool. DC relaunch Scooby
0: Doo. Cool. I'm interested to hear what you think about the DC Hanna Barbera stuff, and that'll actually tie in well to the uh, Banana Splits uh, horror movie if yeah. we do in fact get to review that.
2: Banana <laughs> Splits.
0: so yeah that's the graphic novel challenge all right everybody i think this has been an episode we've 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 been at it this has been a good lengthy episode
1: yeah we we what's funny is we still have notes but it's like we talked about so much crap because tangents man
0: we did this is what
1: happens when we have too many notes
0: we got to save some of this magic for our friends over on the patreon too so yeah hop over there guys that's right. So we're gonna hop off. We're gonna hop on to the patron exclusive web uh, webcast uh, podcast, and we would like to thank you all for listening. We yeah, thank, thank you, you guys. to subscribe to us and review and all that good stuff. Uh-huh. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your pastor, uh, tell your uh, your cousins, your uncles, your baby daddy. <laughs> tell them more yeah all.
1: That, o- that helps us that always helps us spread
0: yeah baby the word. daddies are our biggest you know fan base so please please yeah. tell a baby daddy
1: well sugar daddies are technically our sugar
0: fan daddies babies, yes tell them a baby daddies for a second sugar daddies can sign up for the patreon they go yeah they love it they love it <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah no you guys thank you so much for listening and uh, be excellent to each other bye